Hey guys. Hey, I'm Bree. I'm Rock. And this is Normalize Dr. Podcast for Bree and Rock. We are on episode four. Episode four. Uh, what are we gonna do when this ends? I'ma cry. <laughs> I'ma cry. Oh, we have to think about a season two. This is gonna have to keep going. We have to, we have to. Um so you know we always start off with trending topics. Um we do have a lot to cover, but I do I we hopefully we'll get to everything. But I feel like top of the list, Brie. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to discuss it, but I feel like it needs to be talked about. Shakari Richardson, what's going on? I feel like she was just a little too cocky. Do you think so, though? She was just a little too cocky. If you look at the interviews that each one of them women gave about each other, yes, the ones true. from Jamaica were just like, you know, I'm not really worried. You know, everybody come with their best. She was just like too cocky. But do you, but do you think as a people, we honestly put her on this pedestal? Because, like, did. think back a month ago when we she did. came, not, not, just, not saying she came out of nowhere, but when she was first hot on the scene, we praised her, we, we glorified her. We definitely hyped her. We, you know, we definitely gave her this battery in her bed. We did. So now I feel like this is the, this is the return on our investment. But I feel like I'm still going to whoop her. I feel like she went out there. She was a little cocky, but she went out there and did her thing. You she, can't win them all. You cannot did. win them all. You're, last place now? I mean, I get it. Like, I mean... I, fast, last I can't run that fast. So I, I mean, I, I can't run that fast either, but... I feel like she... You know when you try to come back and you try too hard and you're right, like, you yeah. got it, instead of just really, you know, stepping back and really thinking about this is your second chance, I feel like she went at it with her all in a cocky mind state and not like, hey, let me take a step back. This is my second chance. Let me give them what I could have gave them. Right. And more so, oh, I'm, I'm the shit. I'm going to get out here and I'm just going... I just hope she uses this as a humbling experience and to, I mean, cause I, I felt like, although I felt like she did lose some fans, I feel like a lot of the people in the community are really looking at her sideways now, but I hope that she but that's uses not this like as a though. humbling experience. What the people looking at her sideways? Yeah, I feel like, but again, I felt like we touched on this last episode when you're in the limelight, you kind of, you have to, you're expected to hold this 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 sort of persona, but we have to really get down to the root of it. Like she's human. But she, she also gave has us, been through a lot, and she can still be grieving. She gave us her raw self. She did. She did. She did. She's never gave me anything outside of her raw personality, her raw business. I just think she could she could use some sort of some sort of coaching, right? Like yeah. is, you know, is she going to therapy? Is there anything? And she's young minded, so it's like you yeah, really that's don't... true. And it's probably a lot for her at her age to be doing this at her age. I'm about to say a lot of people are looking at her like someone like a lot. Right. Of, that's that mental thing. Like a lot of people are looking at them. So she feels like she got to do her best. She feels like she got to be at the top. It's like you're going to fall 10 times down. You yeah. got to get back up yeah. and keep going. Like right. this is not the end of end all be all. That's why when it was over, I did like how she still was, you know, like this ain't over. I came in last place, but I still got to come out here and do my thing. Yeah. So she still had that type of shining spirit going on yeah hopefully it continues i mean yeah. we di- I, i'm rooting for you i'm rooting my last place sis. <laughs> i mean listen hopefully the crate challenge can we talk about the crate somebody's challenge? gonna kill themselves and it's starting to get dangerous where did it come from i don't even know but when i tell you it is everywhere it's everywhere for sure and now it's like oh you get down you get 500 dollars. if you can go across you get 500 who's but not is it, it is it i don't think it's humanly possible to get across oh i've seen it you have. I've seen. You gotta it. say. You gotta show me that because every. I've seen. When everybody gets to that that low crate at the top and they start to trembling and the knees buckle. But you didn't see the girl do it on the shaver. No, it's so many videos. And of she won her money. She, she that part. Run her, 
she said, let me get on. It, my whole thing is, was she I'm skinny? just too, no. She wasn't? Homegirl was sticking in the snicker and got over. See, I feel like it's a lot of, like, scientific things you need to, like, get, like, <laughs> how much do you weigh? Like, you got to be able to balance yourself. Like, it's really, like, add that to the Olympics at this point. Pretty much. The guy was rolling, coming in. I've seen everybody fall. I've never seen anybody I'm making a cross. I'm not getting up there. Well, I'm definitely not. I don't do heights anywhere. I'm not saying that that's not high, but yeah, like no, the probability is way too. That's what I'm saying. It's too slim. And people are really, but my thing is, what is getting dangerous? People are drinking and going over there. And it's like, honestly, like, no shade, like, that would probably be the only way I would get up there is if I was intoxicated. Probably, but y'all, we're going to break our necks. I haven't seen, you got to share me the video because I haven't seen anyone successfully complete the challenge. I've seen three people successfully. I have not. One from my hood. And I've laughed at every single one of them that fell, excuse me, which is probably so wrong. No, it's not wrong, because why are you getting up there? But I guess $500 on the table, you feel like I could make it. Yeah, but why do we have to make a fool of ourselves for $500? I mean, would you do it for 1000 I'm not doing it at all, because I know I know for me, <laughs> I'm not making it. You could give me a million dollars. I might oh. try it, but I know for a fact... I'm not getting that million dollars. It's so much I also pressure. Think it's a mindset thing, though. It definitely is a mindset. The hyper, the hyper that people were, they felt. The ones that were calm and like really like. Yeah, but you could be calm, but then have the the audience. Go break, go break, go. You and you play too much. You, no, it's, it's too much. I'm, I'm hopping off. I'm nope, gotta go. You gonna break your leg or your neck? That's gonna be the new like thing. The hospitals are going to start making so much money on broken necks, broken legs, and people are just really just sick. doing it. This is sick. Social media, y'all take one. Y'all take it to the, y'all take stuff to the heart. I, Everything is not. Listen, Everything is not a game, there. though. You will not catch me up there on no crate. Absolutely not. My whole thing is, where are they getting the crates from? I've never seen so <laughs> many crates in my life. That is the question. Where are y'all getting these crates from? Are the poppy store giving? They have to be giving them to them. There's, they got to be giving them from somewhere. Everybody got crates. I've never seen this many crates. So if you if you're a person out there who definitely did participate in the crate challenge and you would love to like share your video, please send share it to us on Instagram because I want to see it. And Especially I, if you made it, because I've never I seen said, it. I let, made it. let us know how you made. What were you thinking? Yeah, about? we What's need to really get into it. Because my heart would have been racing, I, I and want, I do play too much. I would have been first crate on the ground. Can we talk about how Anne Marie has been around for years, decades at this point, right? Drop some very, some some very, some very good hits. One thing about her, her songs will never get old. They will never get old. They were timeless old. hits. Why now are we confused? Like, who was the person that thought it was okay to confuse her for Kourtney Kardashian? But this is the thing: why she can't just look like her? Like, why does she have to be now? She's now she's like trending on social media because she looks like somebody else. Why could she have been trending when she was herself? I don't. But do you see the? Do you see, see the resemblance? Because I don't either. It is the person. Nothing gives me. Like, I can see if you look. You, you may do a double take, no. but I would not go as far as to be like they really look alike. Putting them side by side. No. I'm starting to get disrespectful. No, it definitely is getting disrespectful like, for sure. Don't. No. Like, why would you ever? It reminds me back to when when Beyonce had uh, <laughs> when she dressed up for Halloween as Tony Braxton. Hey, um, what's the damn's mom name? Uh, Chris. Chris was like, "Oh, you know, thanks so much for paying homage to me. Like, you really tried it." But people are getting real disrespectful. I just, I just, I find it a slap in Anne Marie's face. She's been around for a very long time. She's already an underdog. She doesn't get the accolades and appreciation that she deserves. She definitely doesn't. And then to compare her to Kourtney Kardashian. Give that lady her flowers while she's here. They're even the same height. 
not the height. They're, I mean, they're not even the same height. They're not even the same skin tone, color. They're, they're absolutely not. They have no facial structure that I looks just, the same. I want I want to ask the people, what made y'all come up with this? And I, social media is running with it, though. Like, No, they really are. Bringing up baby pictures, high oh, school see. pictures, comparing. Like, don't disrespect That's social media, media for you, man. She is minding her business. I'm just waiting for her to comment. I hope she does so gracefully and, and you know. I want her to come out with a I song. I love me a little. Sh- Not a song. <laughs> no, please. No song. Come out with an album. No. I like her song. I like. I, I mean, like no, her, her songs are definitely. Yeah, her vibe and her songs are definitely timeless for sure. But, you know. But they don't even look alike to me. No, they don't. They, they, they which Social is why I'm confused and baffled as to why who would ever think that it's okay to compare them. Y'all want to wanna know who came up with that? They got to get down to the bottom of that. I, I can't. Um, so, I have a question. Before we dive into our topic, I feel like this is a perfect question to segue into our topic for today. Uh, representation matters. So, think back to when you were in school, grade school, right? In any grade. What grade were you when you had your first African-American I teacher. knew you were going to go there. That's always the question amongst a group of friends. Like, that's always... Yeah. What grade were you had your first African-American teacher? And then I'm going I'm to scale it down even further. I had to be in the second grade. Okay. That's big. Okay. The second grade. Right. Okay. I was in kindergarten. I had my first black teacher in kindergarten. Now I'm gonna I'm push the envelope a little bit, right? Because we know, generally speaking, if we look at the if we look at the statistics, teaching is m- predominantly a female profession, right? Yeah. So now I'm gonna push it further. What grade were you in when you had your first black male teacher, if any at all? I had to be a freshman in college. Wow. And that was deep because he was the only black professor on my campus and he taught history. Wow. And it was a shock to me because I've never, not never, but like second grade was so far along. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had like one black history teacher right. in high school, but college, mm-hmm. it was one black professor and that was the only black professor I had throughout it all. I think for me per- personally, the... The black male teacher that actually like taught me, mm-hmm. I had to be in the eighth grade. I was in eighth grade, and he was my uh, my reading teacher. That was the first time that I had a black male teacher. So for me, when we talk about representation matters, for me, I got into education with the specific intent to give back to my community, mm-hmm. right? But also, too, to that question, right? You were in college when you had yeah, your first black was, teacher. So for me, teaching in elementary school, first of all, it's very hard that you find a African-American male in yo, elementary school teaching. We work at a We can talk large, about, you know, food services. We can talk yeah. about security. Like, no, but now no shade I'm to all those back, Even in jobs, our profession and our right. we work at, I can count down how many black teachers there are, not deans. Not principal yeah. teachers inside right. the classroom interacting with these male, these these little boys. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need more of those. Right. I just I can't even think. Yeah, I mean, in my building, I am 
the only. Um, I was the year definitely yeah, I'm, I'm the, the only, only male, yeah. like black male teacher. Right. And so, I'm trying to think. In my building, we have none. So I say all this to say we start off our conversation because when we look at the statistics, when we look at all the readings that we read, um, you know, we talk about culturally responsive teaching and mm-hmm. things of that nature. Generally speaking, statistics show that a minority child, regardless of like you know their ethnicity will more than likely pay attention and be more well-behaved for someone standing in front of them that they can relate to. Yes. Yes. I can. I will agree with that 100%. So why are we not doing more of creating this space where there are you're sitting in this desk and when you look in front of you, you're looking at someone, you're looking at like someone who can relate to you. Not necessarily like, oh, you know, we need to get rid of all those who are not color. But, um, get more of color but get more of, of the, the color building. inside of the building, because I, be, especially in we, especially when we talk about elementary education, because I feel like those years are so important and pivotal when we talk about shaping the child and shaping the brain. I feel like I'm gonna stop you here, and I'm gonna agree with what you're saying. I feel like all of my years, anybody who knows me, all of my years in elementary school, high school, I was, I ain't gonna say the worst of the worst. But until I got somebody in the school who looked like me and was able to relate to me, right. was you able to sit more. down and have a conversation, say, yo, I understand what you're going through. I never really got what it was like to be like, you know. Right. So I feel like we do need more African-Americans inside of our school, inside of our kids faces. Like, right. you know, you can do better. You can be better. You can be where we are. I feel like a lot of them say, oh, I always had a white teacher. Mm hmm. I don't really like nobody can relate to me, and I feel like that's people say it starts at home, but it also starts at school. Getting those support system and that building that rapport with students who look like you and uh, understanding mm-hmm. where they're coming from, and not I feel like just with us, we understand, but there's a limit to what we understand. Mm. Like, I feel Still like, it, yes, with Caucasian teachers, it's, it's more so pity, not intentionally pity, it's just more so. You like for me, it was like my teacher understood the struggle, but that's not going to be my end point. Like it's more to just my struggle. Right, right. And not and 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 not so much to pity, but more like being more empathetic. Right? Yes. yes, being able to really understand because you know our kids come to school with a lot. Yep. You know, it could be a it could be a myriad of different things that they're coming with. So having that teacher that is able to not only be able to teach them, but but kind of sort of manifest that social emotional learning inside of them and be able to push them and really truly believe in them is really something that when we talk about elementary education we really need to make sure that we focus on and that we really uplift because representation does matter it definitely matters and i'm and when we think about when i think about now about you know everything that's going on with social media and like how we how we're, how we're praising you know all these different all these different you know newcomers that are you know sort of trailblazing this whole African-American, Latino, minority group. And I think back to when we were, you know, in school, how we sort of lacked that. Yeah, definitely. It was definitely a lack in in this area. I feel like one teacher said to me that I would never let it go. And I feel like this would make me who I am today. Mm -hmm. She said, shit happens. Tragedies happen. Don't let your trauma be end all be all. She was black. Oh, she was black. 
Okay. So then how did that, how did that make you feel? It had, for me, it was different because it was like, when my mom died, it was a lot going on. And right. like she said to me, like, life, shit gets rough, but life does not stop. And that was a, like, that was a light bulb for me, like. And I'm sure it took some time to really process. Yeah. Because I'm, it, I'm sure you're, I mean, you telling me this right now, I'm like, my initial reaction would have been definitely not one of understanding. Like, what, what you talking about? It definitely was like a But you kind of had to process it. But it was like, I know she wouldn't have said anything to me that would, that was going to harm me. Like, right. not, so it was more so like of a light bulb for me. Like, I get you going through this. Bria, I'm here for you. I understand this, but life still goes on. You can't stop your life and be like, oh, well, this person died. I don't even know how, like, mm-hmm. but that, it, it was a little bit for me, like, tragedies happen. Life goes on. Learn how to process and heal. Let your growth be your growth and let your demons be your demons. Do you think the light bulb would have went off or you would have took it the same way if it came from a teacher? No. No. Okay. Okay. Because she she shared a little bit of her lifestyle and a little bit like so she was able to give you some sort of personal exactly. revelation that she went through to kind of like, sort of under. I still live in the hood. I'm going through all this, right. but I'm still coming to work and I'm still right. making sure that you're good. Right. So life does not stop. Right. So that was that was really a light bulb for me. Yeah, I th- I think when we and and for me, you know, speaking for all the you know black and brown boys that are out there. Um, I find it a a duty to a duty to serve on so many different aspects. We, you know, kids are dealing with a lot now, especially a lot more now than they were back when we were in school. You know, you got social media now. You have a lot of different things that are out there in the forefront that we were sort of sheltered from. So I find it a duty to ensure that these kids are safe and that they're also learning. And and, well, yeah, absolutely, definitely love. Because there's also this stigma when we talk about representation matters, there's always this stigma or this push for our boys to be, you know, we always push on the sports, right? Sports is always like the outlet. It's always sports. It's, you know, football, basketball, you know, baseball. Anyway, what I, you know, it's always, it's, 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 it's more than that. Not knocking anybody's talent. You know, if you, you know, there are a lot of great boys who grow up to be, you know, professionals, you know, in whatever sport that they play. But however, we, there's this nasty stigma with, oh, you know, this is all you'll be. Wow. Like when we talk about education, right? We, right. The, the requirement to be on a team, the requirements and the standards are oftentimes lower. Like, oh, you need a C average to play. Everything you're saying is really hitting to my high school. Like all of, the boys who I grew up with was not the best academic, but oh, we need you for football, or oh, we gonna make sure you yeah. get there. Oh, we need you yeah. for basketball, we gonna make like this is your outlet. And it's like, is why is it? Oh, we gonna make you be a teacher. Right. We gonna like push them another direction because at the end of the day, if they have no education, football is all they got. When they get injured, then what do they fall back on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like it's a, that's why I use the word duty so heavily because I feel like it's a duty to show that. It's not just that, right? There, right? There, there's so much more. And, and to be honest with you, if you don't have that education, when you get into sports, you become financially I'm about to say, ignorant. The money, like it's a lot of things. You get into a lot of violence, whether that be domestic, whether that be you know you not being able to hold your temper. Like there's a lot of different things that I feel like we skip and look over 
just because, oh, we're putting a star next to this person's name because they can do this or they can do that. So I I definitely appreciate, especially as a black man, I appreciate all the representation that's out there now, not only for our kids, but like, you know, for adults as well. Um, you know, there are a lot of commercials now that are out on TV that are that are promoting yeah, more, more black males. More, but yeah, like I I've forget what commercial so was many. with the girl with the curly hair. She was in the window. And um, you know, the little girl came up and was just stopped and was oh, just and shocked. She put her hand, she put her hand oh, up there. Was that com- I, I don't know who, what brand it was, but you know, that for me was just like, wow. But they did an interview, they was like that wasn't even a part of the commercial, but it was so heartfelt. Something that, that little can to- just can really just make you like I can be that. That's like right? the little I girl. I can do that. Um, when Obama, um, Michelle Obama, see the picture with mm-hmm. the little girl. Oh yes, that yeah. picture will forever live yep. on. Like that was a heartfelt moment. Like yep. I see somebody who looked like me in this type yeah. of position. That could be me. Because for a long time, it was just black girls on the just for me perm model, like the perm box. I won't. That's a, that. And for me, like that's a staple for me. But as I got older, why? Why is it? A black girl on the perm box. That's deep because that's like what's the only... like what's like, Wait, what stigma are we talking part? about though? Like when we talk about representation, like that the perm that box literally was the perm box. Like... And we talk about like you know I know Aunt Jemima was like a big thing recently. Uncle Ben's like what what, what are we really doing? Like what are we really like manifesting here? What are we really teaching the youth? Because. This whole thing just really makes me think. The like, perm box. Wait a minute. We couldn't be on nothing else but the perm box. We only had the perm the box. box. This is crazy. Wait, y'all, I'm at like a... Oh, my God. We only had the perm box. The perm box. And girls were going crazy. Like, I need my hair to be... that, But that's why a lot of girls don't like their natural hair. Because the perm box, if you see the girl, she got that nice it's little vibe. That too. But however, it's also the negative connotation that comes with the natural hair because people don't people don't really understand and embrace natural hair. You know, you know, for a while I was going through my whole like natural hair journey, letting my hair grow, and I'm just like, Brie, I can't do this. I don't know. And I had a newfound appreciation for the for the African American female and you know some of the Latinos out there that are really embracing the natural look because I couldn't do it. I would wear my you are it stressed like, me out. I would wear my hair natural in a whole but hair. now that you know because I, I remember there were there were a couple times where they were trying to like make people cut their locks. When the wrestler, the teenager, yeah, when they chopped his hair, chopped off, his hair off, right then and there, when I felt like my heart dropped, I felt like I was in his body. Like that's his identity. Like yep. who are you to say yep. that this is this is not what you want him to mm-hmm. look like? That's why we need his representation. But then out you got there. Bobby walking around with a ponytail hanging out of yep. this um, thing for right. wrestling. That's why representation matters. But they did a skit on that, though. To, I, oh, they did? See, I didn't see it was it. a skit on that, and it was like, uh, what would you do? You ever mm-hmm. seen that? What would no. you do? Um, they had an actor come on there, a little black boy. Mm-hmm. His coach took him, mm-hmm. and it was right after the scene that they happened on the news and everything. Right. They played over and over again. And it was like, well, what would you do? Um, it was a black act, a black little boy uh, and a white coach took him like, oh, you can't uh, do wrestling with these, um, these braids. Chop them off. And so many people were like, uh-uh, where's his mom and who are you to say? Like, and was stepping in and really like, this is his identity. You can't make him cut see, and that's a, See, and and I thank those people that were really like rallying around this, rallying, rallying around this, this, this child 
to really sort of preserve his innocence and, and be kind of sort of his spokesperson. Because who's to say his mom wasn't out here working or, or, or had to work and couldn't be there? But, you know, we, we tend to take advantage of the kindness of these good people's hearts. There's his, anybody's hair should not stop them from being able to participate in anything. I know there, I forget what state it was. That's like a lot of jobs. There was a lot of jobs. Yes. And I remember there was a newscaster on the, on the news live that was embracing her from and received a lot of heat from it. And I'm just like, y'all like, is it really that? Is it is, is it really the fro that we're really intimidated by, or is it something really deeper than that? It has to be something deeper than that. Oh, oh, it definitely. I, I know of, it is. A lot of jobs like oh, dreadlocks are inappropriate, braids are inappropriate, Afro. But it's like Becky could walk around here with a jerry curl. Hair wraps for females. That is a, that is a trigger for me because it. What does my hair have to do with my performance in my job? That's just talking about like what. What does my sexuality have to do with my job? What is my? Th- th- there's a lot of different things that we can that we can dump into this bucket of shit that just doesn't really matter. That you're just making big, just as something else to hold us back. Which is why I think representation is so important. important. Like y'all, when you if you have the if you have the opportunity to just to just do some good to just really sort of make a staple and really just change the, the minds of not even just kids but adults. I encourage you to do it because I, I feel like it's, it, it's, it's important. I do every day at my job. I'm the only black teacher now at my job. And I, I, I make it my duty to wear my natural hair. I make it my duty to be who I am as a person and yep. never change. I let them show me the raw me mm-hmm. and the professional me. Like, you can be going through something, but still be you. Like, you don't have to change for anybody. And I remember a little girl, she cried. Because she had to wear her afro. The next day, it was a hassle for me. <laughs> I had to get up an hour, hour early, but I wore mine. And she was so excited to see, like, oh my God, somebody else yeah, looks yeah, like that's me. Big. Yeah, yeah, that's big. She's a teacher and she can look like this. And she wore her afro every day after that. And her mom texted me, like, I don't know what you did for her, but like now she always wants to wear her hair out. And that was right. a heartfelt moment for me because it's like, that's your hair. Right. Like, that's who you are. Yeah. You can't change who you are. No, you can't. But the fact that at a young age she felt the need to even have that mindset to change who she was for the people around mm-hmm. her was like says a lot. Yeah, it was it was heartfelt for me. Like you, you think that your hair changing your hair is going to change who you are because we've created that environment and that stigma where in order to be successful, in order to do this or do that, you have to look like this or you have to achieve this. Like we need to start, and and honestly, as a group. We're starting to get there, but we need to really honestly shift this narrative and really just be like, Definitely. fuck this narrative. You know, Embrace this is it. This is it. And don't change. Who right. Because nine times out of 10, we can honestly bring more to the table this than the should, counterpart, to be honest with you. This just brings me back. And this is kind of off topic, but kind of on topic. When I'm having a conversation with my friends who are not teachers or who are not, they was like, you sound white. Or you're talking white. What? Like, I am talking like I yeah. talk. Yeah. Yeah. But if you have this in your mind, that means mm-hmm. you're telling your children. What, and it also means that you're, you're, one, you're ignorant because you haven't been around, you haven't been, you haven't surrounded yourself with people who are not necessarily able to flip the script, but people who are just, just not ignorant, right? Because there is no way that you should be able to, like, what's this black talk, white talk? We all have the same education, although it may be, you know, we didn't grow up in a, in in an affluent neighborhood, and we didn't have right. But however, it's it's up to us to really want it 
you know, to, to really do it. So, like you, I hate that whole oh white talk, black talk. No, I'm I'm not talking white. I'm talking like I'm, I'm very talking, educated. Yeah, like I'm educated. I went like to these college, two loans that I gotta pay. Money. Exactly. I paid That's my money. Paid it's educational. Like that 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 right there is a trigger for me. I go off. Yeah, as you should though. You you talk white. You sound white. But we need to all. But we need to also too as as a community stop like stop making statements like that and bringing each other down. When we should be uplifting each other. Like, what's that word? Oh, I'm writing that word now. What's the definition? <laughs> oh, I can use this for what? Yeah, it's, it's just building your vocabulary, like being around people who can, you can benefit from. Uh-huh. There's so many African American people who you can benefit from yep. that we don't even take advantage of. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we don't support each other either. For you being, you are the dopest person I know. So to be around you, like you're building off somebody but it's like i know these kids are going to be dope like they're you're building right. oh i see this man he's doing x y and z we still can have i can be your teacher i can be your friend and i mm-hmm. can be your support system right and that's big that's big that's big and not everybody's able to not everybody's able to do that but i i'm i'm definitely appreciative of all all the companies that are branding now that are rebranding like jake from state farm not jake jake out here looking like drake now like he you know what i mean yes. It's but it's but but it's little things like that that really just something as small as that can just sort of just like just change someone's life. Like I'm waiting for flow from from progressive to to change up to change flow. I like flow 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 for everybody. No flow <laughs> flow definitely is for everybody. Flow for everybody. Um, but just 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 little things like that. And I remember I want to say it was last Christmas. All of you out there, you know, in the LGBTQ community, where it was the Etsy commercial, where and you and you know that that just, that just did it for me. The Etsy commercial where you have the this this black gay couple who go home to you know one one of their um, parents' house for Christmas, and they made it intentional to where it was the black father, right? Because we this always commercial. had this negative. We always had this negative conversation about you know. Black fathers not being supportive of, you know, their children being gay or whatever the case is. But in this commercial, it was his black father who went out his way to make sure that his son's boyfriend felt like he was included in the family. <coughs> and I feel like for, for me, that representation right there on national TV around Christmas time, like meant something to somebody somewhere. It, it really resonated did. with somebody. But they knew when to drop it. They knew. No, oh, for sure. Because you're going home it. for the holidays. A lot of times, a lot of a lot of people in those situations don't like to travel home because you know, one, what's my family going to think, or two, how are you introducing this person? Or I'm like going through this. And yeah, exactly. If you're not being accepted or whatever it is, so I feel like that there was a right push in the right direction. Um, Even um, what was it Love and Hip Hop when they had that series? Of when the black guys from there came out to their fathers, I didn't see that. I felt like, oh my god, is this really happening? But it was a raw moment, right? And one of the dads was like, "I never cared. Like you still my son. I'm gonna yeah. love you regardless." That's big though. And he was a rapper, mm. so it was it was hitting home for a lot of people. Like I could still be in this industry and be right. who I am. I could still tell right. my family and be who I am. My father still gonna love me. And I feel like that was a switch for some people. Yeah, I'm sure it was. It has to be though, because if you're, if you're, again, we're we're not used to seeing it. It was up until what a few years ago where we were able to publicize and talk about 
you know, homosexuality, for an example. Definitely. Or, you know, seeing black news anchors. I haven't seen this many black, Hispanic news anchors Wait. in the past, what, two to five years? I can't think of his name right now. John Keonis. Oh, God. <laughs> Shout out to John. <laughs> That's my man. Like that's he's been on news, the news since I could remember. But that's what I'm saying. Like when we when when we talk about representation, like think about it. A lot of males, boys, where do they go to see themselves? Where do they go on the TV to see themselves? Sports channel. Sports channel, right? Basketball, football. Dang. Shout out to Tiger Woods for the golf. But I mean, it's football. You can't you you can't turn on Channel Six News and 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 see a black you know a, a black or Hispanic guy female. Wow. Up until recently, you can't turn this to a cooking show. Me. This is deep for me, y'all. Even a cartoon. Let's talk about let's let, let's talk about it. Wait now. Let's talk about cartoons. The Proud Family. We do got that. We had we had we had that. We had the Proud Family. That's going, but that but that was again that was about our time. I'm about to say. What about now? Old. You may have like one or two black characters sprinkled in there. You had Susie from um, Rugrats. I don't know the girl name. They used to wear all the big shoes. And you know what? You know what? To, to really dissect Susie, I appreciate the Rugrats to really like Susie's mom was working. Because Phil and Lil' Mom may do shit. Susie's mom, mom was, was she a lawyer? Susie's mom was a lawyer. She, like, th- that's big to have, a, to have, a, to have an African-American female on a cartoon to actually hold a job of substance. I was just about to say that. I love the problem, but it's never gave me. What? I don't think Trudy worked. Trudy didn't work. She Trudy didn't work. She stayed home. But La mom was a cop. Like, they, oh, wow, the stay-at-home mom. This is, yo, we can't deep today. This. Like, right. Representation matters. Representation really matters. Now that I'm thinking about it, no cartoons that I watch as a child portrays the mom to be nothing but a stay-at-home mom. Was it mom and dad? Like, did they did they portray the mom and the dad being together? Like, we really got to sit back and really think about these things that they're putting Y'all, into... representation really matters. It, it, this is it deep. It does. Trudy was a stay-at-home mom and I... Trudy wow. was a stay-at-home mom. This is getting deep, y'all. The grandmom stayed there with them. Like, you know, the notion of like shanking up, like family living with family. Wow. We have to do better. Dijonet. We ain't gonna talk about the name, Dijonet. The hairstyle. The, ha- the hairstyle. The belly shirt. La Cienega. Dijonet with all 25 of her siblings. Yes. Again. Exact- exactly. Yo, I'm about to cry. <laughs> like you, Yo. and you, you, we think like, oh, it's cute. Oh, it's cute. Oh, the, the theme song. We love the theme song. Oh, we love. We really grapple to it because you know, as people, it, it was, as a community, it was, it was like, oh, this is us. This is us, right? The prophet. This, oh, this, this one's for us. But when you really go back and you really think about die, every little detail, M G. I've never. like the PJs. That was a cartoon about. Where were they living? The projects. The um crackheads. The co- y'all. The, pro- the projects. I watch the pieces to this day, but now I'm really looking. No. I'm what was it? What was your favorite sitcom growing up? And I'm gonna dissect it right now. What was your favorite sitcom growing up? Was Martin. 
See, Martin wasn't. Let me see, Martin. I'm just trying. To okay, so Martin, you could kind. Okay, so with well, Gina was very fair skinned, so we could talk. We kind thought, of talk about and they that. She was better than Pam. There's, there's always, and the funny thing is, like Pam and Gina in real life are legit thick as thieves. Like yes. they're still friends to this day. Shanaynay. Get her with the nails in the hair. And who was the, who was the best friend? Um, Kilono. Kilo. Y'all owned the what? What they own? Shanaynay owned a nail salon. salon, and they here and they had a hair. Exactly. This is getting beyond me, y'all. This is a lot that I've never really said and thought about. Representation really matters. But then, if you are dissecting it, it really gives me like what, like what, what, what TV show that's out now that really has like a positive, either female or male, like leading star that's really doing something really positive in their role. Like I'm not expecting every role to be that way. But we talk but about these shows, kids that sit down in front of the TV I'm after say, school or before bed. Anything that I'm thinking about bed. is ranch it. Love it, right? We got these reality, reality TV um, shows that are out of control. Wow, I'm just sitting here thinking. There's nothing on a show that doesn't have to do with guns, drugs, drug dealers. Fighting, y'all. We got to do better. This is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. Like you, like re really sit down and really think about it. Like representation matters, and that's why I say every, every day that I get up. Regardless of, go ahead. You, you got something? I was about to say, "This is us." Have you ever watched it? Okay, but look how they. But okay, this is us. So I know what you about to say, but oh, let's take this little black orphan. Yes, I know let's what you about to say. In. Yes, never mind, y'all. But it's a it's a great show, and I love the storyline behind it. But again, look at Randall. Look at look, look at his story. Why can't he they just always bring up? They the always bring up, they, and they think about his family dynamic. Yo, his dad was a deadbeat, came into his life towards the end, wind up being gay, wind up dying. This is, we have nothing that really represents us. That's why I, I make it my duty when I, when that alarm clock goes off, whether I want to go to work or not, I am there for my kids and I put on for my kids every single day. You are as high I am. They don't, they don't get that anywhere else. It's not anywhere else. It's not. The only, your only, the only other African American male interaction, what your culture and football team or your basketball team? Because honestly, when we talk about being in the inner city or urban communities, that's where they at. I said, there's no black owned stores. There's Let's no talk about black -owned it. Barbershops. There's no black owned. This, yo, we. I'm buying the building. We're New York. Like representation really matters. I, I it's highly good. encourage y'all out here to the the littlest of things. The littlest of things. Representation really matters because I'm just thinking back. If I would have never ran into the black people in my life who I ran into, where would I have been? Yeah, where would you have been? What would I have been? Because can't nobody really relate to you. And none of, I'm not going to say none of the Caucasian teachers, you know, yeah. had a little push. Yeah, and I mean, it, and this is, but and, it was and this so is much no... different to see somebody right. like me. Right. Going through the same trauma right. and still waking, like you said, waking. I don't care what I've been through, waking up and still right. putting on that show to be like, life again. Life does not stop. Right. And this and and this is not a dig to any other Caucasian listeners out there, any other Caucasian educators or you know we whatever. Whatever. Appreciate whatever I appreciate you. Definitely appreciate you. But however, there is this. There 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 is this. There's just this representation that we desperately need in our community. 
that unfortunately this is a service that you just can't provide in that realm. And this so, might be pushing it, not to cut you off. Go ahead. But I feel like if we had more of the representation of people who look like us doing better, not there would be a lot of more people in successful positions. Think about like debt, right? Financials. All we do is perpetuate the cycle. We don't. We we don't know nothing about no debt. We wasn't taught about that. Credit we don't cards know credit and, card income tip, like and how to file and, Yeah, we don't know about all that building credit and stuff. We weren't we weren't really taught that. I still to this day, twenty six years old, is trying to dissect loans and my just my financial. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. taught that. In no, I wasn't taught that from my family. I and I don't that. necessarily think that the um you know our counterparts were taught that either. But however, they've come from families who. Who were at least knowledgeable about it, right? Yeah. If I go to my mom right now, she can be like, "Oh, you better find like you know, I can I can probably point you in the right direction of somebody else." But you know, growing up, and she they didn't know about that. We have to change the cycle of we do, how we do, because live crazy. as a people and yeah. a whole. Yeah. So I put in our like then I feel like you got a dream and you want to do something and you don't see nobody in your skin tone. Don't. Don't let that be, oh, we can't do that. Oh, I, I'm not good. Like, I feel like if you put your mind to anything that you want to do, right. you can do it. No, that's true. And I definitely believe that I appreciate the shift of where we're growing. I feel like it's it's we're late. We're definitely growing. I feel like it's late. We yeah. are growing. We are. I feel it's like it's late. late. It's definitely late, but I feel like I am seeing a lot of more. Yeah, it's a lot more. Yep. Us. Mm-hmm. On TV, mm-hmm. I know you've seen Target. Oh, um, which is which? What about bringing all the different African American like posters, all the stuff, like all the products it? in the store? I yeah, went to Target the other day. Yeah. You know, I love me. And I was all Target. in this little girl face. Her mom probably was like, "Miss, you need some." Don't get enough of faces. She um, there was a black poster with mm-hmm. the girl with her braids going down. It was right. like hanging off the poster, mm-hmm. and she was like, "We got the same hair." And she was so excited, and I was like, "Y'all do it." And I was all right. <laughs> but 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 honestly, like something, but, but something that's see, small. Yeah, and, and I was, I think I was more hyped than the mom. But she was so hyped, and we were hyped together. My mom was like, it's really not that deep. But I'm like, no, it's that deep. Like, right. these are yeah, the moments is. that you need to say. Like, this is right. deep. Yeah, you're right. That was it for me. Y'all was crying and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying attention, but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm definitely glad to see we're moving and we're shifting towards a a place in the world where, you know, everybody can can shine, right? Because there's, there's always been, you know, one shining more than the other for way too long. So I'm definitely glad that there are a lot of corporations and a lot of companies that are starting to embrace that and really, you know, talk about equity, talk about race, you know, being culturally responsive and all those things. Because I think from that, I think it'll be it'll be more peaceful world. It, it would be. I feel like because we don't have a lot of representation of us, mm-hmm. it's more so like the struggle and we just yeah. all going down and down and down and living that same life. Right. Repeating the cycle. That's all it is. Um, so I we challenge you guys to make sure that when you're out there in your day to day work, wherever you're going, just you know, try to find ways where you can definitely make a plug to really push someone to really to really be that true representation that, and that be we who need. They are and yeah. show who they are and yeah. just support. I feel like support goes a long way. Definitely goes a long way. Definitely goes a long way. 
For sure. Y'all, we have to do better. Come, let's come up with a TV show. We'll be. The storyline got to be great, though. It has to be like legit because I'm tired of. I didn't dissect it about a good six shows. I, need I think we could do with... a great show. Okay. I mean, I'm like, listen, I'm all, I'm all for it. Starting from the mud and really coming up and really yeah. changing the cycle. I feel like there's a lot of people who are who do not receive their flowers while they're here. Oh, for sure. Um, there's also a lot of actors. There's a lot of people who are who are definitely like you said. They're not on a lot of shows, mm-hmm. but they are definitely out here making their yep. way and stamping their ground of where they came from, what they showing their struggle. And a lot of them are probably not willing to accept the roles that are given to them because of the way that their character is being portrayed. This is deep. Yeah. Sometimes you got to look at it that way. All right. So I felt like since we dug into me personally last episode, Yo, it's only it's right that I return the favor. It's about to get real. It is about to get real. Do I have to answer I answered yours very raw and candid, so you will definitely do the same. All right, let's go. So, y'all have a list of five questions that we are going to, that I'm going to ask to really get to know Brie really, really well. Are you ready? These questions are not prepped, y'all, so. They are not prepped. She does not know. However raw this answer is about to come out, please bear with me. Are you ready? (laughs) And some going to get it. Question number one. Um, what is one thing you would change about yourself? If you could change one thing, what would you change? Wow. Um, I care too much. Mm. I care way too much. Is there any specific aspect of your life or just in general? Just in general. I, I care. It doesn't. And it's so sad that I'm about to really get into this. It does not matter what somebody does to me. If it's not deadly. hmm I can forgive you. And I feel like that's, I have a big heart. So I feel like I get ran over a lot and I, I put myself through a lot of trauma and situations that I don't have to because I care so much. Right. So that would be my only thing. Okay. Not caring so much. I mean, I I definitely can understand that. What is a non-negotiable for you in a relationship? Wow. Only one. What's one non-negotiable? Like you, you, you'll take a lot. You'll, you'll negotiate, but this one thing you just will, you will not negotiate with. To end all, be all. Monogamous. Okay, be, yeah, being monogamous. Yeah, that's just. That's it for you. Clip. It's no for me. Yeah. Okay. We're not even going to discuss We're it. Not We're not even going to. Hey, here's the pros. Nah, not okay. here for it. What's the freakiest thing you've ever done in the bedroom? <laughs> you know, I was going to ask you that because you put me on blast last. Yeah. <laughs> and I answered. So go ahead and let, let me and the people know. Because I, I don't even know the answer to this question. Can I say what's been done to me? I, whatever you think, no, that you've done. My grandma listened to this. <laughs> my grandma listened to this. Go ahead. I don't. Oh my God. Can I say what's been done to me? Go ahead, go ahead. Cause we'll be here all day. Somebody ate my butt. <laughs> Yo. Next question. Next question. Yo. This is Next. Two truths, one lie. Um, I have twenty-eight siblings. I've been to Nicaragua. My favorite color is black. 
Let's get it, friend. I know you've been to Nicaragua. Okay. I want to say that you're... Uh, I'm going to go with favorite color. I don't think your favorite color is black. Oh, yo, my friend knows my favorite color purple. <laughs> I was about to say, I know it's not black. I know it's not my black. My favorite color purple. I wasn't sure if it was 28 or 24 kids, but I know it was a, our siblings. I know it was a my lot. My dad got, I ate my, my dad. And my okay, mom. you ate your mom and yeah. your dad. Okay, got it. All right, last one. This one's really deep. It might take you some time to think about. What is one piece of advice you would give your younger self? Wow. You know what's so crazy? I wrote a post about this on Instagram, and I did a whole paragraph of, like, what I would tell my younger self. So give us, like, the Sparkles version of it. Wow. It's deep, right? This is. I want to cry because it, it it brings a lot of emotions. Because, like I said, if I would have had this representation of these people in mm-hmm. my younger life, mm-hmm. what I had went through, what I went through, and right. stopping mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. Um. Wow, this is really deep. I think I would tell my younger self to keep pushing. Mm. Um. This is not the end of it. Oh, wow. I mean, I, th- I think those are, I mean, I, I don't want to speak for you or your younger self, but I think those are perfect words to live by. Yeah, I, I just think for me, motivating myself more and putting myself first. Like, it's okay to put yourself first. Mm-hmm. It's okay to do you and still love other people. Mm. And just put yourself first. Okay. Wow, that's deep because I have a lot, but that I think that would be my number one thing. I, w- I would agree. I, that's probably something I would tell my my younger self as well. Because um, you, especially in, in the world that we that we live in now, so having having known that and built that that sort of armor when we were younger would definitely have more have prepared us more for what we're dealing with now, exactly. especially in terms of like the lack of representation. Exactly. If somebody, if I would have known what I know now about right. myself and where I would be, mm-hmm. I definitely feel like I would have been better in school and like. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of outcomes have been different. A little harder, because again, life does not stop. You go through trauma, you go through these things, but life does not stop. And for me, that didn't trigger until what well, didn't like hit a light bulb for me until I was older. Right. Wow. Hey, I'm good. I'm good. This is deep, y'all. <laughs> well, guys, really, we really want to push you guys to really, really be that sort of representation that that the world needs. We we know it's a hole. We know it's a gap. We know it needs to be filled. We see it happening slowly, but we encourage you to really try to sort of push it so that way, you know, the the ball gets rolling a little bit faster. And definitely shout out to all these black entrepreneurs. Yeah, I for sure. Seen so many black entrepreneurs. black Hispanic, all that. Yeah. And I feel like the pandemic was like a yeah. A lot of people had time to really yeah. I mean, look look where we are. No, literally. Yeah. I just love to see it. So even something as small as an entrepreneur, like getting your business started, having black employees, like Mm -hmm. having your family be a part, your friends be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Just keep pushing, y'all. Yep. Yep. All right, so I think this is it, right? Yes. yes. Thank y'all for tuning in to episode four. Um, we will see you guys next week for episode five. Remember, make sure you like, comment, comment. share, follow us on Instagram. Follow on Instagram. The pod, we are on all streams on the podcast. Yes, so make so sure you guys are streaming. Yes, we love and the shout way out to whoever from um, Germany. Germany. Yes. Keep listening. Yes, definitely keep listening. Y'all, thank y'all so much. Yes, we'll see you guys next week.